Did you miss me? I'm back. That's what you always think of, like a whole bunch of people saying, yo, like, uh, welcome to Atlanta. <laughs> welcome to Atlanta. <laughs> like, yo, yo, yo. yo, yo, yo. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and, and honorifics of, uh, of, of the genius of hip hop. We want to say rest in peace to the God. DMX. <laughs> <laughs> yo, uh, that was. That was real sad to hear about, you know, uh, 50 is so young and a heart attack, but his legacy will live on. And I love how uh, um, uh, Queen Elizabeth's um, uh, husband uh, also died and no one gave a fuck. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <because> <laughs> everybody's like, DMX. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Rest, rest in peace to DMX. Uh, rest in power, and you will be missed. Um, I, I, I used to really love your music when I was younger. And do y'all have any like particularly fond memories of man. of that that uh that era? I remember uh, when we took our class trip to uh, Washington D.C. and in, in, in New York and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, we kept singing. Uh, What's my name? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I remember that song. Like being like, we, started, we was remixing all of the yeah, all the, the little song. segments. <laughs> I I do. That was funny. Remember that, mm-hmm. and then I remember uh, like, <laughs> um, I mean, just I mean, I think every, he had, he had so many iconic like singles. Yes, and they were just like they were like pretty huge. Uh, yeah, they were, they were they were very him. Twenty mm-hmm. um, X gonna give it to you. And- <laughs> Uh, um, oh man, I'm because all the songs, my the songs off my head, but not their titles. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, what's my name? Meet me outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've never a song. No, that's the thing about it. Oh <laughs> 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 um, um, but I, I, and I always have to shout out, um, Rough Riders Anthem, uh, Rough Riders Anthem, absolutely. Stop. Come on. Drop. Crazy is, I heard that he didn't even want to do that song. Like, he, nah, was hmm. Swiss new, like, <laughs> yeah. Was I love stories like that where, like, people are like, yeah. now you want to do this, and then they do it anyway. And then you it, really got to learn to trust your producer. Yeah, sometimes the producer <laughs> really be knowing, like, no, no, this is the way mm-hmm. to go. And uh, uh, I got, I got to shout out um, the greatest cover of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer of all time. <laughs> I actually played that. Uh, this is like gonna become like a Christmas. Oh, it's thing. absolutely a Christmas <laughs> tradition. I don't even celebrate Christmas, but it's, <laughs> but to, I know it's just like <laughs> I'd rather have DMX. Anyway, <laughs> like do it anyway. Exactly. Even though uh, what Luther somebody somebody snapped on that one of them old school. Uh, I know the Temptations. Uh, they have a version. Oh yeah, that, Ray, Ray Charles, Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Ray <laughs> yeah, we seen that too <laughs> back in the day. I that. The Temptations version is a great version. I just yeah. love it. I just love the the fact that he still put his own ad libs in it. Yeah, <laughs> forever. <laughs> <laughs> that bass. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Rudolph the Red Yeah, man, it's it's fucking fantastic. Uh, yo, if this is your first time joining us, I know. <laughs> I want to get that get that out first. This is your first time joining us for the Informally Honest podcast. We are usually four brothers. We're missing a dub today, 
Um, and you missed me last week, so life happens. Uh, but we come together to have these conversations and join the commune and chop it up over, over a myriad of subjects that sometimes have to do with, you know, what's going on in the world. And a lot of times it doesn't. And we just have this conversation where we get to, you know, uh, process and challenge each other, laugh, all that great stuff. And by all means, we invite you to join in with us. You can write us at informallyhonestpodcast at gmail.com, as well as hit up our social medias, Informally Honest Everywhere, or Informally underscore HP on Twitter. And so, yeah, fellas, uh, what I miss? Well, <laughs> we had a long discussion. Well, it wasn't even on purpose, but about essentially our principles being honest, well, force right, vulnerable, and honest. Because oh, you know, we started with that, you know, how we do it every week. You know, did anybody have anything to share? Uh-huh. Then it just turned into like half the episode ended up being about that. So it was oh, cool wow. to focus in. Then we, that, so. we talked about mental health, though. That was a yeah. big, uh, nice little subject. Mm. Yeah. So did, uh, um, did anything happen to you uh, in the, over the course of the week that you, uh, that you feel like you applied any of our principles? Uh... Well, I had to take uh, family pictures or whatever, and uh, hit that good old. Remote. Oh, I just did I already. I think yeah. I already mentioned this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you mentioned it last week. <laughs> Dang. But I mean, I mean, if nothing happened, it's all good. So I mean, we uh, sometimes a lot happens. Yeah, and I don't. <laughs> it's like don't quite log it in. It's all a blur. I hear that. Very well, not so. a, not a blur, but a. You know, a mm-hmm. weekend, a fast weekend or whatever. Mm. So for me, nothing happened to me, per se. Okay. Um, it's more so something that I saw. Uh, you guys might have seen it as well there. But and I, I mean, I really don't want to take the conversation to a grim place. But um, it was like, uh, and luckily this person is alive. But there was a, a cop incident of this, mm. this army guy. Uh, in uniform which makes it even crazier but this this, this black hispanic uh afro, afro whatever afro the term Latin is mm-hmm. yeah uh that's what he was uh according to the the way it was documented but anyway so i guess he gets pulled over because he didn't have a plate on his uh you couldn't visibly see a plate on the back of his suv or whatever mm. but i guess the car was was newer so he had the the uh they call it the temporary plate in the in the windshield not the windshield but the back window uh but because you know like suvs sometimes they'll have like a tent that comes on that comes on the car like it's mm. like so it's just naturally dark so you couldn't really see it that well mm. so the cops and you know, they pull them over for not having a plate and then it gets to the point where they're pepper spraying them and they're they're got their epin weapons aimed at them and they're pulling them out the truck it's like all they had to do was just talk to the dude and he probably could explain, look, it's, you know, it's, it, I felt like the whole situation was just, uh, they escalated the situation that could have been solved in like 60 seconds of conversation. Right. But they, they wanted to get some action that night and be tough. And now oh, they look stupid, you know? So it's just stuff like that. And it makes me think of when I was in the, 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 the military, it was like, you know, like, uh, there's like a 
there was like an idea that if you're in the military, police will kind of like leave you alone or they'll kind of like, you know, kind of kind of give you a, a brace. Yeah. 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 But it's like. And it's like, sure, if you look like them <laughs> and, 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 and I'm not saying that I'm not saying they, they, they've never helped out somebody that that wasn't right. white. I'm not saying that. But this was just a perfect example of that. That doesn't necessarily matter. Because right. the dude literally was in it was literally in a uniform and they didn't even stop like, you know, let's let's hear this guy out first, you know, before we take it there. It was just like, nope, we're gonna take our guns out, pepper spray this dude. And like I said, luckily he's alive and he didn't get killed or anything. Mm. I'm glad he filed a suit against that that police department. Um right. hopefully hopefully he wins it. But it just made me think of like what could have happened to me or somebody that I know or friends that I've had friends that I have that are actively in the military that are black. Um, so hmm. it just, it just made me think about that. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a follow-up to that, but that's, that's rough. Yeah. If I can, if I can offer, or I know you want to keep it from uh, being glib, but if I can offer an opposition, um, uh, me being forthright, to give people the opportunity to be vulnerable and honest. Um, I uh, I run a, um, an emerging choreographer showcase for the company I dance for. And we're in the phase now where people who uh, applied for it, uh, uh, they got past the first round. So the second round is an interview process. And the first thing I say to them when we get into this like Zoom interview is be a person. I don't need it. This is an interview, quote unquote, but I don't need you putting on airs. I don't need you trying to find, you know, the answer you think I want to hear. This is about us getting to see you as a person. So if you want to say shit, just say shit. Don't. It's OK. And it's always uh, so kind of it's always refreshing to see their their shoulders kind of drop. I've had times where uh, where a guy, a guy came with like a full button up and tie on like he was about to get a corporate job. And I, was, and I said that and he was like, can I please take off this fucking tire? And I was like, please, because it's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> and so, uh, Trying to be uh, a CEO. <laughs> and so I, I, I love being able to give people that grace because that. What 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 um, what am I trying to say that that space for people to go, oh, I know how to do my work and I know how to communicate in a uh in a clear fashion does not necessarily mean i have to put on airs in order to appear like i'm uh exemplifying professionalism uh yeah. so to be able to give people that grace to go like hey you can just talk it's not that deep <laughs> it doesn't have yeah. to be that deep i've seen your work so clearly and you made it this far so clearly you know how to produce work i'm just here to make sure you are an asshole <laughs> yeah <laughs> i always think of like the uh interview process or i used to think of that that process is like okay they call me in they just want to see if i'm a normal person i feel like you know that's yeah like, but that's what i used to think like, i mean i got the job i'm just going here and talk to this person but during my job search uh uh job search period i guess you could say mm-hmm. i've learned that no sometimes they little sometimes they, they literally are actually legitimate questions because there's been plenty of interviews that I've gone on that where I did not get a call back. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but but at the same time though, um, I still think that's that's cool though. Like, cause like the, the job interview that I just had, like it's kind of like I didn't really know what to wear. I might not wear a suit or anything, you know. 
Mm-hmm. I just wore a college shirt and you know some pants. But he, the guy that, the the guy that did the the, the interview, he was wearing a hoodie and jeans. I was like, oh, cool. So it it made just seeing that made me a little bit more relaxed. Just absolutely. Just he didn't even say anything. Just his appearance made me like, okay, he's you know, right. Even though I had been talking to this guy for months at this point, but still, you know, absolutely. It, it, and it, to be able to give people that grace to, to just be people, like to to not feel like you got to uh, um, show me a version of you, even though you're going to do that regardless, because I'm going to be asking you about your work and how you see your work evolving and what can I do to help you um, uh, take your work to the next place that you want to take it. Sure, but we can just have that conversation as people. It's not it's not necessarily a kickback. We're not sitting over drinks and all of that, but you could just talk. <laughs> and so uh yeah, that was the space I wanted to get in. So let's hop into this first subject here. Uh I think I brought this up on the podcast before. Even though we played sports and whatnot growing up, uh we were the we were a part of uh, probably the second resurgence, if you will, after the '80s with Revenge of the Nerds and whatnot. We were we were a bit nerdy for our grouping, uh, for our generation, right? And we came up with the Lupes and the Pharrells and the Fonsworth Bentleys and the 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 preppy era that became nerds and geeks and all of that kind of stuff. One, do you consider yourself a part of uh, nerd culture? And two, do you think nerds are cool? Have nerd have nerds become the cool people on the block? I think I asked this question the way we wrote it down. <laughs> uh, what's your take on nerds, and how uh, have they been cool the whole time? Was the actual question? Yeah, I think okay. you broke it down pretty good. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll kick it off. Well, as far as being like. The first question was, do I, do you think that do you, you think uh, you, you consider yourself participated like, like, yeah, in the nerd ecosystem? I guess <laughs> I would say, <laughs> I guess I would say, yeah, in a way. Um, I guess, I guess we would kind of have to define it. Uh, I, and I think we all got like a similar, but maybe different uh, definition of it. I actually uh, pulled that up because yeah. I remembered, um, I hope I still have it up. Um, I remembered that uh, what was it? It was an old Venn diagram, which I also may have brought up on the podcast before, where um, the the four like words that are kind of inter- interchangeable but definitely do mean uh different things, and that is a uh, nerd, geek, dweeb, and dork. <laughs> and how like um how they could how they could all like they 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 can be colloquially used interchangeably but they mean different stuff and so so we got uh, a a dork is a silly out of touch person who tends to look odd or behave ridiculously around others a nerd is socially awkward and an intelligent but single-minded person obsessed with a non-social hobby or pursuit and a geek is a digital technology expert or enthusiast and or a person who has excessive enthusiasm for uh, for and some 
uh, expertise about a specialized subject or activity. And dweeb is a wimp, uh, is wimp a stupid or uninteresting person? So I, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I was, it's a little harsh, but uh, so so nerd is similar to a geek in a way. Essentially, uh, they I think they say nerds uh, are socially awkward, and they have a they have a, a, a driven intelligence toward a single uh, to a single obsession. Usually, it's right. a non a non social hobby or pursuit. But a yes. geek can uh, be an expert on digital technology or uh, or an enthusiast about it. As a person who is a uh, uh, excessively enthusiastic or has excessive enthusiasm and or expertise for a specialized subject or activity. And so they're similar, but it's, uh, I, I've always personally- it's a social aspect. Yeah, it's a social uh, aspect, aspect of it. I personally yeah. have always known myself to be more of a geek than a nerd because I don't think I'm that smart. I think, <laughs> I, think, I, I think I know about some stuff, but there's no particular thing of value that can like help other people I like. I know a lot about well, I anime. Mean, I know a lot you know, about music. I, I know a lot about dance. But it's I don't not, think that necessarily has to be of value to other people, right? Well, I mean, like, uh, if if we were talking about like nerds, I think Elon Musk is a nerd. I think uh, uh, Bill Gates could be considered a nerd. Albert Einstein considered a nerd. I think uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is a nerd. <laughs> people who've had breakthroughs in their in their uh, in a particular field. field that have uh trickled down into a bunch of other stuff but i i always thought i was more of a geek because i i i know a lot about like comics or anime or stuff like that which is like i have i have a knowledge of this stuff there's nothing that i'm using it for <laughs> well i don't think in that in that sense um I, I wasn't too much of a nerd, even though I, I have interests that I, I don't think I have anything that I like obsessively. Uh, like, uh, honestly, the closest thing would probably be sports. Mm. <laughs> like, I know I know like a lot about basketball or football and some like just sports, but um I think in a non-traditional sense of like the proper definition like we just gave or you just gave, like, I don't think by that, maybe not, but in the, like you kind of intro to it, like in the scope of like where we're from and, uh, and how it was when we were growing up, I think that we kind of like didn't, we definitely didn't or don't follow the, the like, pattern or um like outline that's been <laughs> set up for us or whatever so right i think in that way yeah uh maybe you know nerd or geek even though it wasn't none really technical technological about <laughs> our upbringing uh besides the fact that we did we i think i always bring this up like we were like an important generation because we got to see like before internet mm -hmm. and live in the internet before and now like deep into the internet right i always think that that uh like built the interest in type of people 
Uh, I think that I think I think that we have an exposure to technology that's uh that's pretty distinct, like you just said. Yeah. Like I was eight years old knowing knowing how to defrag a computer. Right. So I think that in, in that <laughs> sense, we we all have some technical thing that we were like, oh, I know how to burn a file to whatever <laughs> whatever it may have been. Make, like I make, make a yeah. make an MP3 CD. <laughs> make a burn an image file into a cd and all mm. like stuff that <laughs> why do i know that like but um i think it's w- at least one thing that all of us took a hold to right within that transition adam how about you yeah so all right so the, the just to answer the question like you, you said uh, do you think we were nerds was that the first question that was the first question yeah, yeah what was you- the second question the second, the second question is, uh, have nerds always been cool? Oh, okay. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, Hold on. Let, 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 let Adam think... hit that first question. Then we'll oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah, to answer that first question, um, were we nerds? Like, I think that, and I'm, I'm speaking not based on, like, the definitions mm-hmm. you gave, just, you know, the general. Yeah. Just the g- g- generic you know, definition, but um, I would say in every culture or every like group, I feel like the the definition of nerd is going to change because I feel like if we were raised in some like small town in Indiana and we're white, I feel like their definition of nerd is going to be different than right. someone gr- growing up in Gary in a predominantly black city. So by, by that, statement i'm gonna say yeah because i mean let's just be honest like you know if we just took 10 random people from gary and and our same age same uh gender and all that and we ask them what their interests are my guess is that they're going to be slightly different than our interests it's just you know yeah as far as our, our our music taste um things we find funny i mean like I remember um, back in, I don't know if it was high school or maybe right after high school, I did a very, very small experiment <laughs> at work. <laughs> and I was like, because um, not a lot of people to choose from, but it, it was almost right. It almost was accurate almost every time. And I was like, I would ask people, um, who would you like, which which rapper would you rather, which rapper would you rather listen to, Jay-Z or Lil Wayne? And then I'll ask them, which comedian do you, I'm funny or Cat Williams or Dave Chappelle. And like 90% of the time, the people that chose Jay-Z chose Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, right. Chose Cat Williams, chose Lil Wayne. And it's almost like a, they're all, all four of them are black men, but it's like their art attracts just a different mindset for whatever mm-hmm. reason. And I just thought that was super interesting. Uh, and, I, and I would just say the same thing. I feel like I know I'm saying all of our interests are the same and, and I'm not saying we don't have no, any yeah. interest in the next person, but it's just like, it's just a, I think someone used the term <laughs> alternative black people. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> so like, um, so like I always look at, um, Pharrell and NERD as like, they made music as art, not that everybody was black in that group, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but obviously, but, uh, three out of four. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I just I just feel like the their audience were alternative black people, and I feel like we kind of fit in that 
that group. It's like mm-hmm. it doesn't make us look less black or anything, or or more black. It just it's just everybody in a culture isn't the same thing, right? Uh, and I and and within the black world, I would say we would be the nerds of that group of that culture. You know, even though mm-hmm. we might not obsess over one thing like yeah. Uh, I mean, although although you you are a fan of comics and stuff, but um, I don't know that you're like obsessive about it, and you have five hundred comic books stashed under your bed. You know, nope. To that, you know, as far so. as like hardback, they probably all like right behind me. Uh, yeah, but uh, paperback rather. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that. I uh, I, I do think for the culture that we grew up in we were definitely nerds um yeah who did not but i also think that was even funny enough there was a uh <laughs> there was another grouping of people that were even nerdier than us that's true yeah um where where like you know they they were deep into what would be i guess more um excuse me stereotypically known as nerd them or geek them uh and so I think I think that we definitely had all those things going on, but we we had the NERDs, and I definitely align with the alternative black person thing. At the same time, <laughs> it's a contradiction because I think we are finally we're we're a part of a generation that finally stopped allowing the greater culture to acknowledge blackness as a monolith. And uh, but uh that that still happens with within uh within uh, within uh uh the black the black cultures that we grew up in like i'll never forget um this may not be as uh uh specifically pertaining to the subject but i remember um me and marcus were in rent tales class and we were arguing with our table it was like me you neil justin uh anthony a couple other folks and we were arguing about who was better between Lupe and Ludacris. And <laughs> that's disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, me and, me and Marco were on the Lupe side of this. And pretty much the rest of the table was on the Ludacris side of it. All uh, respect to Lupe. I mean, Ludacris. All respect but, to Ludacris. Um, it's, it's not, a, it's not, a not a, Ludacris. But that's not a. Uh debate right there <laughs> and, and i remember but Marcus, I guess at the time i i had time they <laughs> say on the internet i remember marcus being like yo anybody can say you can be as hard as a cinder block that's not that's not there's nothing to that <laughs> but lupe said you can be as hard as slime language with no fingers how are we talking about this how is this a conversation <laughs> <laughs> And, or, or right. harder than trying to describe yellow to a blind, or somebody said something like that. Trying to harder than trying to. He was like sitting with a blind man, blind man, and trying to describe yellow. Yeah, somebody trying to describe yellow. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on, man. And so uh, you just you just haven't heard it. <laughs> you haven't heard enough. That's the only I, problem. I bring that up because the conversation even even turned into uh why why is it that y'all love this music that's talking about uh the trap 
and being a pusher and all of that kind of stuff. And it's like, like nigga, you play like y'all, you play the uh the, the oboe. Like what like you're not you're not pushing drugs. And the thing is, in real life, you can do both, but you don't. <laughs> so and so um there is that thing where I think we never particularly subscribed to so uh what 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 was uh what was going to uh, uh uh be more aligned with what blackness was taken as or what what we're supposed to do as black dudes and gary we were just like oh we like what we like hence while i'll fight to i'll fight to tooth and nail argued that we were the best we were some of the toppest trendsetters because we didn't do it to set a trend <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, and I, I'm, I, I, <laughs> go ahead yeah. Uh, no, I was gonna say I, I I'm forever gonna stand by the fact that I started <laughs> <laughs> the whole Chuck Taylor thing because like I was wearing them like literally like two years before they blew up and people mm-hmm. were just, like joke after joke just clowning me you know, like, okay we'll see and two years later it's That's like everybody I, had them and and here's the thing I I don't know if this is on a lost episode so hey audience if you heard this back on like episode twelve. Yeah, you'll be all right. <laughs> uh, I'll never forget we were in Zoomies because Zoomies was new out in Maryville, and uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and Mark walked in, and and Aaron shamed him out of the store. <laughs> uh, uh, shout out to that dude, wherever the fuck you are. Um, but uh, but it was that thing of people. People will always speak uh, and, and listen those days. And I'm sure kids to a good degree still do this. They shame folks for being different. And then, oh, yeah. uh, but it's mainly because that those people had the, the, however conscious it was, bravery to be different, to just do what they actually cared about as opposed to trying to fit in. Yeah. And if you like the stuff, if you like the stuff that's popular, that's fine. But, you know. Letting people be different is being is fine. And so as far as like nerds uh in the world today, you know, um what 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 are your feelings about do do work do nerds really run the world with the Elon Musk and the Bill Gates and the and like do you do you uh what is the old biblical verse? Uh uh the meek shall inherit the earth. And I think I heard somebody say the geek shall inherit the earth. <laughs> That's funny. I mean <laughs> I think I think that's kind of always been the case. I think, like, I think it's always been like, okay, like, you know, the the jock. This is kind of a stereotype. But it's like, okay, the jocks are, you know, the popular people. The cheerleaders are are popular. And then, you know, fast forward ten years, they're all just average people. And then mm-hmm. the people that got made fun of, they're the ones that are the engineers and the the doctors, and the, you know, they're the ones that are, you know. And I'm not saying one's better than the other, but just like that's I feel like that's kind of how at least in Hollywood, that's how they portray that. That's how they portray it, right? <laughs> that that thing to work. Um, but I just think um but no, I, I think I think I think being nerdy or a geek, I think it is cool. And it's to the point where you can be a, a gamer today. And stream on Twitch and YouTube and make money from it. And especially if, if, if right. you happen to be a, a woman that's attractive, because 
you know, if if you're like a 19, 20 year old male, you know, like, oh man, this I followed this this chick and she's a gamer and she's attractive and she plays the same thing as me. They're like, oh, this is amusing because for for decades, gaming and, and women didn't necessarily go together. But now we live in an age where that's actually pretty common. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's the norm almost. <laughs> right. Um, so I think Adriana Chechik has a Twitch channel and it is wildly successful. <laughs> in case you don't know who that is, that is a very famous porn star. Uh <laughs> who um yeah is a little problematic with the whole, you know, taboo black guy thing, but she's just a very famous porn star. And she has a Twitch channel that is very successful. Is it like gaming or? Yeah, Twitch is all gaming for the most part. Oh, okay. I I know that was mainly, but I've started seeing people streaming on Twitch doing other stuff. I like, so what? Yeah, because uh, Timberland Timberland is on Twitch. Right. A lot of musicians will also use Twitch to do live shows and stuff. (laughs) Um, but most it's mostly gaming. Some some live shows. Some people will uh will do like a curated curated shows where uh they have people send in uh materials uh so video projects that are done and whatnot and they'll stream that specifically during your time so yeah a bunch of stuff that happens i was playing i was playing 2k and uh i don't know i don't know about when they draft and do all that type of stuff but they uh apparently there there are like female um top uh 2k players and i never never saw that before like hmm. it just it's dope it's just dope to see that you know not that they didn't in the past but just to see how uh not even accepted just actually how women are like starting to be or are definitely being more represented in in every like niche type culture is pretty dope because like I don't know. I, I honestly don't understand how we like built this. Like, only a man can do <laughs> uh, certain things. Like, especially like that. Like, that's not a physical. Like, yeah, <laughs> you it's, know what I'm saying? It's, it's not. But you, but so, like, pe- women are technical too. Like, yeah, I'm a bet. That's all. Go ahead. No, so people. I was pe- just saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to repeat it. I, I don't know. If, I just was saying women were technical, are technical too. So absolutely. The, and I don't doubt that women gamers have always existed. Um, I think that one, people kind of suck with gatekeeping. Most of the time, gatekeeping happens with men. Um, where they're like, oh, you say you do this thing. Well, let me hit you with some absurdity to prove that I'm better than you or some in some capacity or some shit, or just stupid racist bullshit where you see like a like I said, uh, like we all know, I'm I'm very into anime and all of that. Where uh, now, when we were growing up, anime was shunned unless it was Dragon Ball Z. And you know, if you if you said you were in anime, you know, you got clowned or some shit. And now, all the kids are fucking about it. Uh, but I say all that to say, like, uh, cosplaying has become a big thing, uh, or so, uh, social media wise, cosplay has become a big thing. And people go out of their way to go on black cosplayers' pages, especially black women, and be like, hey, you're uh you're blackwashing that character. And most of the time it's white people. 
Yeah, like this is a Japanese person more than likely has <laughs> created this. So what are you talking about? <laughs> and it's a fictional character. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but white people, white, white uh, uh, other pages will go on black cosplayers page and be like, hey, hey, that, the character isn't black. But they don't do any of that shit to white people who do the same shit. Yeah. I think they just mad because they see that black people are nerds too. <laughs> but it's, it's like everybody. Why are you mad that <laughs> that black people have multiple interests? Yeah. <laughs> it's always yeah. some wild shit. Yeah. What are you about to say, Adam? No, I was gonna say like it seems like everybody wants not everybody, it's like they want things to themselves. It's like, you know, we we want to have this culture, even though we didn't create it, but mm-hmm. we we want it to ourselves. And it's like almost like they see a black person doing it and doing it very well. They just get like threatened by that, or I don't know. It's and you you see that in in, in a lot of things, whether it's racial or or gender based. Because I know right. I follow. Um, there's a female photographer that I follow, and she's always, um, she's she's pretty big. Like, um, she and she uh, you know, she she'll screenshot and post stuff of like things that guys had said, like. You know, like mm-hmm. sexist things, like you know, male photographers are better, or blah 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 blah. Just unnecessary. Uh, and this is something that that I've that I've realized over the years from like following various photographers, and mm-hmm. whether it be like on YouTube or Instagram, whatever. Male photographers, and this is obviously is a very general statement. I don't, I've never met every every male photographer, but based on just the male photographers that I follow are very technical based like everything is based on this is technically right this is the right specifications for this this is the it's all mm. very by the book and yeah but most of the female factors that i follow they don't care about this stuff they're just like let's just make the art however you get to that final point that's all that matters and it's mm. so interesting seeing those two different worlds um mm-hmm. It's, it's just, it's just, I don't know what that means, or, or, or I haven't analyzed it any deeper. But um, it's just interesting that it's, it's the, interesting that the women photographers seem to be like just, uh, just about the art. The guys are, I'm not saying they're not about the art, but it's like, it's like almost like they're trying to impress people with their technical knowledge and their the gear. It's all about gear, like what equipment you have. I was, and, to, I was about I was to say, say that, like, that, yeah, yeah. Whenever I uh like dip into photography stuff like like forums like mm-hmm. and it's like that with every like with computers like i built yeah. my computer or whatever and people will have like oh this system is a blah blah, blah. like yeah all the all the technical specs and all yeah. like i understand like that's that's cool and like that you're proud of that because you spend money and time on it and mm-hmm. and it works to to your uh to your liking <laughs> so <laughs> but it's like the results that that really matter yeah but if that you know when you really into something that deep it make you feel good to compare with others and stuff so i do get it but but i feel like right. it's that same shit where like uh like speaking in old school terms if you had a fly outfit on and you know you didn't spend that much on it motherfuckers be like yeah man but my belt costs more than your life and you're like that's why are you why are you proud of that? That's your fault. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. And it may not even look that cool, honestly. 
Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> what kills me in, in today's fashion, even more so than the past, is people will buy these hideous shoes, but because such and such designed them or made them, they're cool. I'm like Balenciagas. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm talking about them, them sock shoes. I mean, oh. yeah. Oh, they make those, but just that just shoes in general. Like I saw somebody at, at Myers the other day with some I think they were like Dosi and uh Dosi and Gabbana. Yeah. And they I mean they were hit they were absolutely hideous. But because they had like the the the, the logo and stuff all mm-hmm. over them, it's like they're supposed to be cool. But I mean they were like and he probably spent like seven hundred dollars on these shoes or more, even. I'm like, it's like, and I guarantee you if that logo was if it said uh I don't know. New Balance or not, not that New Balance will make cool shoes. I actually like New Balance, but mm-hmm. if it was just like a not that brand, like Under Armour, would you sketches? Have spent a, yeah, would you <laughs> have spent a thousand dollars on sketches? Buttons, no. <laughs> pro, <laughs> like pro wings, Skechers, Skechers, honestly, <laughs> pro wings. Hey, I think Skechers really uh like broke the ground on a lot of these top designer shoes with the thick soles oh yeah like y'all know the oh, sketcher yeah. the girl sketcher shoes like, about the like ones with like the 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 uh the band on them or you're talking about like the ones with just, just, thicker just all of their <laughs> just all of their shoes <laughs> 10 years ago or 12 15 years ago okay can, so, can we can we de- uh can we uh can we detour for a second and I'm I'm saying this person personally because it's it's a gripe I have uh, as a man with a size 14 foot. Fuck shoe companies that mm-hmm. that stop at like 12. Uh, and two, <laughs> it, it, even if you stop at 13. And two, why are most shoes fucking hideous these days? Why? What the fuck happened to shoes? Sneakers are fucking horrible. Yeah. Am I am I the yeah, only one that feels uh, this? That that no, there's a lot get, of bad. There's a lot of. You're right. I think they go too crazy with the colorways. First yeah. of all, like, it's just like or the soul grass. designs. Like the soles just sitting up here looking like um, like uh, what's that tumbleweeds and shit? And I don't get it. Is <laughs> I think I think the idea is like, I guess because shoes, sneakers, whatever you call them, have been around for so long. They're, they've run out of ideas, so they're like, okay, I, we, we man, just gotta, I just I can't go with that, man. We like, just gotta go as crazy <laughs> as we can now. It's like, oh, I just and they think that something being outrageous is cool, so I was like, ah, I just throw this out there, and, they, and sure enough, people line up to buy them. It's like there's a lot more designs to go in shoes. <laughs> it's too yeah. many parts that to me, I just think it's too many parts of the shoe. Like, come on, just they, they need to stop making the excuse like hybrids of shoes like okay let's just take this old one and then this old one and mix it up like stuff <laughs> like that just make a new shoe yeah but i i think another thing is they get carried away with the with the technology aspect now like mm. it just makes them look like oh we have this new technology but the sh- the shoe just look kind of ugly but anyway <laughs> <laughs> Like Skechers, Skechers uh-huh. like made the new, uh, like fashion shoe pretty much, and then they all them big brands ran with it. I feel like the uh, I don't know if y'all talked about it, but since we're talking about shoes, uh, uh, did y'all talk about the little Nas X situation? 
I know this is gonna be like way after uh, the fact, and by the time this comes out, no one's really gonna give a fuck anymore. And I don't know why they give a fuck in nah, the first they, place. They still talking about it because it's a. It, it's it brought in like some like. <laughs> hey. hey, hey, baby. <laughs> I think it brought like a re- religious aspect into it right. right now. Is. Hi. What's up? <laughs> so, <laughs> I know that I think the the marketing strategy of it was genius, in the sense of you know he 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 knew he was going to rile feathers and 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 hate will get you more plays than love will a lot of times. Uh, at the same time, I'm like. Why the fuck do y'all care? I really, I really don't get why gay. y'all care. Because <laughs> it's gay. But it, that, think, and even think, we with the shoes though. Yeah. yeah like, well, oh, but uh, can we can we agree at this point? Like he's kind of a troll. Oh, not kind. Of. He's a major <laughs> troll. Okay. Like I, I just want to make sure we all know that. <laughs> yes. That the, the whole the whole release of this was being a troll. The point of the song is being a troll. <laughs> yeah. He's like, like, uh, I, and I'm. This is not a new perspective, but I'm like, he, him putting out, him putting out a video, uh, where he's, you know, getting le- devil lap dance and all that kind of stuff. It's like, yo, <laughs> y'all spent all this time telling gay folks they go into hell. He shows you a video of a gay man going to hell, and you're like, no, no, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> and like this, you contradicting yourselves. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and even, even the. Uh, even with them being like, well, man, you know, your main audience is kids. And it's like, my man never made, my dude never made songs for kids. That song that y'all that y'all kept playing for your kids also talks about uh, Molly and titties. And so. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I don't know what people really expect. I mean, we've, yeah. seen, we've seen this before. Like, artists have, uh, you know have a this certain image and they appeal to a young audience and then you know once they on now they're doing what they want to do and nobody gonna stop them and kind of like he said like the parents have an obligation or whatever to make these decisions you know if you're gonna allow him if you're gonna allow your kids to listen to that that's on you the same as any music but you did come out you know like you, you came out with the big, with the big bang and kind of appeal to, like, they but gotta stop acting it, like they they don't appeal to young audiences though. Nah, like, man, like, I can't give you that. Oh, I no, no, I'm that. talking about when they come out. You know what I'm saying? But like the song, the the song just happened to be popular with kids. I don't think he made it. For, if you, okay. I don't think he made it for kids. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, I, he did. He's talking about lean and. He's, yeah, that's like that, like he did not make the song for kids. Have you have you seen the kids' awards lately? Like what they put on there? I mean, <laughs> like that's on of, that's on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon <laughs> just going to do it, get the ratings. So you that don't think they do with little So so you think Nickelodeon appeals to the audience that they want, right? You don't I, think the music industry does? I I think Nickelodeon like, appeals to the audience <laughs> they can get. <laughs> you gotta you gotta be naive to to think that the music industry don't you don't think he started okay he wasn't he wasn't talking to 
Like, what what generation do you think that like his music was appealing to? Like you personally. I don't know that he actually had a demographic. I think my man went, oh, let's try to make a funny country song. And then it happened to blow up. Yeah. No I think, one, I think no that one is knew rude. that that song was, was going to do that. He was trolling the country music industry. Yes. And then he got Billy Ray Cyrus to get in on it. So white audiences could actually accept it. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I, I think, it, I think, I think my man tried to be Weird Al. And then he ended up being a fucking superstar. <laughs> I think he, even though I agree with what he's saying, it's like his, uh, he didn't put the, the crazy stuff in his music, like on blast. You know what I'm saying? He just kind of snuck it in, like lean all in my blood. Like, you know what I'm Did saying? Did he stick like, it in? It's in the same cadence as the rest of the song. <laughs> i don't know that he snuck it in it's like it was it wasn't like he was like and i'm loving no no girl and fuck those fucking kids and no 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 like it, 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 it's, <laughs> honestly it's to do it's to do with production of the song like it it i just think it it definitely appeals to the youth that's all i'm saying i i'm, I, I'm, I'm not saying it if you look at the music video what like it's kids on there in the first scene, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's kids <laughs> dancing, it's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know that, that so matters. So the next song, the next song, you don't think kids are gonna watch, you know what I'm saying? It's I'm like, saying if, if kids go running, Lil Nas, a, Lil Nas dropping. I'm saying if kids oh, no, go no, running no, through no. a scene in a Young Jeezy video as he goes and throws a throws it's a crack pipe in somebody's it's head, not then I like, oh, it's... this song is for kids because kids are present. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> like it doesn't matter. <laughs> the existence of kids does not mean that's the audience. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's a singular uh, one, one <laughs> like a cameo of a kid, like. <laughs> Okay, it's, it's centered around youth. All right, so I I don't think the song is for kids. Um, I do get what I sonically, sure you, you could say, I I can hear why kids would like it. It's catchy. Um, this is my thing. It's like okay, say that the say that the uh, say that the song was made for, even though it wasn't, but. <laughs> Say say that say that it was made for kids. Like that still doesn't mean that everything he makes is like should be consumed by kids. Because I think about when uh, Nas made that song "I Can." We was like, mm-hmm. oh, I know I can. That song yeah. had kids in it, but Nas isn't making music for kids. Now I might. It's funny that they're both are some version of Nas, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like collaborators. It. I just think that I'm not a parent, so I think maybe when I have kids, maybe my mindset will change on this. Um, but it's like hip hop is not a kid genre. It's just, I don't as as a as overall as a as a as a, a genre genre. It's not. It's just not for kids. And it, you can say, but, well, that's but, not a hip hop song. Uh, 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 hold on. Like you saying. So hip, let's talk about hip hop's influence on every music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. It's hip hop in all music now. It's not even like all music is trying to be hip hop now. It's like I agree. 
so so the popular music in 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 kids shows are are hip hop vibes to it. <laughs> like I I watch them. It's like uh so that's that's what's really important in in music and marketing right now or maybe just always been is whatever the kids like jump on like there hasn't been a a kid's birthday party in the last since that song came out <laughs> <laughs> that was not played <laughs> two times at least <laughs> I, I, i'm so. with you i was i was i was at my um it was the it was the first it was uh uh what was it my goddaughter's uh twin younger siblings were turning one they played old town road kids went fucking wild <laughs> but i but here's the thing <laughs> like that just sounds funny <laughs> it, 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 that's what i'm saying most of the kids here are seven and under <laughs> and the toddlers are like this they they don't even know what's going on, and you just hear all the kids. They got the horses in the back, like they they all losing their fucking minds. Oh, this goddamn song! Here's the thing: by the time it gets to the old part of the lyrics, none of them know the words anymore. They're just waiting for that chorus to come back, because they made he made a catchy song. And 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 here's the thing: I could even say towards this, and it could be apples and oranges, but whatever. We grew up singing crazy shit. Oh, uh, hey, it, shout it, out it, to DMX for that too. <laughs> <laughs> the, the wild shit we would say to DMX lyrics. We would sing Kim on the bus going home. Yeah. Just true. yelling after we would sit down, bitch, you move again, I'll beat the shit. Like, like just like we would sing wild shit. None of us grew up to be fucking murderers. None of us grew up to do any of those things. People well. keep on acting. Not let's say none of us. Some of us did grow up to be murderers. <laughs> but I don't think it was the music's fault. I was like, okay, yeah. we're, we're going to retract that statement. Some of us have become murderers. Dang. That is very true. But but I'm saying, like, we grew up playing. Uh, I, I am, I personally, as a person who is not a parent <laughs> and whatever, and sick of people trying to blame other outside sources for why their kids may have grown up fucked up. We grew up playing Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> and, and, and most of us have not stolen a car. We grew up like doing all of this shit that could be uh, that could be considered dangerous for developing minds. And we all had good parenting, good good environments. We all grew up with killers in real time. Me, Marcus, we were at Katie King with motherfuckers who were like, oh, I shot a nigga yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing went, oh, well, now that I'm amongst killers, guess I got to be a part of the crowd. Somebody hand me a Glock. No, you go, <laughs> all right, me, me and my Pokemon cards going to stay over here. <laughs> and try to stay out, start a tra- stay out of your way, sir. <laughs> like it's, it's, you got what the fuck your lane is, and you stay there. So I don't, I don't know. I, it, I, I, go ahead. It all just come down to like everybody gonna be exposed to everything. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. It's just about like being prepared before you see that stuff, or you know, some you know some kids honestly never saw those images. And not that, you know, all that, you know, devil stuff and like every, you know, people super sensitive about that stuff. 
so that's why he did it. Of course. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kids who never seen that type of imagery and don't know anything about that stuff, and are and is a little spooky or whatever. But I would argue I mean, no one's seen that kind of imagery. Good one. Why <laughs> <laughs> well, I me? Mean, that is I, like I ain't never seen a strip yeah. pole that long. I mean, that yeah, pole, that that's, pole that's, was was absurd. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it's like, crazy, but uh, <laughs> I forgot I, what I was even saying. My bad. Oh, I, I uh, yeah. It's just up to the parents to prepare the kids for uh, what they okay. consume or might consume and just have that communication. Right. And like us, if we, you know, you don't want to introduce that type of stuff to your kids, you just, you know, put away with it. And and the fact is kind of like what josh was saying um because I, I know i know in, in my household you know i wasn't allowed to watch certain things hear certain music but i did anyway so it's like <laughs> but it's like if that i mean if you that's your interest then you're probably gonna yeah <laughs> you'll find the, a way <laughs> yeah. but here's the thing though kids aren't though kids are impressionable they, they still aren't stupid Right. I, I don't I don't think a kid's gonna watch that video. I'm like, hmm, I need somebody to get me Satan's number so I can go and dance on this guy because <laughs> clearly this is what I need to be doing. Like I I think if anything, I think if kids see that video, it's probably gonna scare them, honestly. I don't think it's gonna be like, I wanna do this. It's probably gonna like you say, it's probably spooky to them to, to see that type of imagery. So and then I saw <laughs> I saw somebody say that, well. If this video is gonna turn kids gay, can't we just watch WAP and then turn them back straight? <laughs> if it's, 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 apparently this is how it works. Uh, people are just people are yeah. And like I said, I honestly believe that if he wasn't gay, I'm not saying it would wouldn't have caused controversy because it it, it probably would have. But say he wasn't dancing on the devil or with, say he mm-hmm. was just hanging out. Say they were just smoking a drink together. It was still got controversy, but I feel like it would have been a lot less. It would have. You know, yeah, it, I mean, people use people use that stuff in popular culture, but they just kind of uh, water it down a, a little bit, you know. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. cool, you know, if he's smiling and like he said, just hanging out. Yeah. It's just people trying to. I believe that people just trying to push the envelope in art now, and we've seen a lot, <laughs> and it's just like. What? <laughs> We got, I mean, I guess if it's if it's a troll doing it, it's gonna be extreme stuff. It's gonna he's trying to push the boundaries and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. so with which push with pushing boundaries and even go back to our uh, our nerd conversation or uh, being ostracized or what what have you. Um, luckily, we had enough. Um, we had strong enough foundations that inside of our slight othering from the from the more popular uh uh common common people and whatnot. Um I experienced bullying. Uh I don't I don't know to what degree y'all may or may not have. Uh y'all were y'all were present for most of my bullying. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, uh shout out to all of those motherfuckers um <laughs> but 
luckily it never it never escalated into another thing. And so I bring that up because uh our, our main topic today is gonna be uh guns. Right. I never had a, a close proximity to guns. I maybe held a gun twice in my life. Uh Adam, I know you and all enforcers, so I'm sure you got you got them things on you at most times. <laughs> uh and yeah, I thought about getting my gun license and all of that kind of stuff now in today's current age and whatnot, because motherfuckers are filing a little more than usual. <laughs> uh, but I, br- I bring that up because uh, guns have always been a controversial subject. Uh, I do think uh, rev- uh, revolutionaries to some degree need to have gun knowledge, even if you don't necessarily want to uh, be a part of it. But what are your feelings on the subject of guns? Uh What's in your arsenal? If you got them, that's that might not be necessary uh, to let people know that. But uh, yeah, yeah. What's what's your thoughts and feelings on? Well, let me start by saying this real quick. So I was in the the the, the military. I was in the Air Force, but I didn't like the only time we carry guns is when we were like in like uh like a what's the word they use. Like if we were if we were in, in like a deployed location, so like if I was in in, in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. I'll, then yeah we carry guns. But like if I'm just at you know my home station in South Carolina, we didn't carry anything. Like the only people that was like actively carrying was like if you were like a cop, like a or like you know yeah pretty much that. Those are the only people that that had a gun on them at all times were the what they called in the Air Force security forces, which is literally the same thing as as, as military police. They mm-hmm. just tried to make the word fancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but I just want to say that because I don't want people to think I'm like some Navy SEAL or something. <laughs> just a mechanic. <laughs> yeah, more likely to hit you with a wrench than actually shoot you. <laughs> uh, but but you um, ready if somebody running? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, one of them ops running up. <laughs> but I would say, like in my current, you know, civilian life, um, I know there's this huge talk about like. AR-15s and you know those that military style rifles and personally, I I'm one of those people that I don't see why everyday people need them because like they they were literally were made to kill people. That's the only that's what they were designed to do: right. kill people at a good distance. Like you know, like I think like 600 yards is like their like is like their furthest range, which mm. is pretty far away. Yeah, like they're the effective range is about 600 yards. So I, I just don't see why an everyday person needs to be walking around with, with, with something like that. Like, and if you're, if you're talking about, well, I want to be able to protect myself and defend myself. If you can't do that with a shotgun or a, a handgun or, and like you, you know, what, what situation do you think you're going to find yourself in? Or like you need the same weapons that a Navy SEAL would use. Right. <laughs> Cause that's what they use. <laughs> Um, a, a lot of them, a lot of people who have a lot of those type of weaponry, mm-hmm. really do have, uh, really do think like it's gonna be a time where they're gonna come and try to take their guns or yeah, <laughs> do it's gonna be some large event or something. Which is always pro- always proven to not be true. Yeah. How do you how do you even still believe that rhetoric after all the time? Honestly, believe they they you know think about a silver war silver civil war civil again. war <laughs> civil war civil, 
honestly, I think they want that to happen just for them yeah. to get a chance to use their weapons. Mm-hmm. And I like, yeah. in, in my mindset is even in the military, even the military police force, this should be the, this should be your mindset. Maybe it's not for some people, but you should never want to shoot and kill somebody. Like if, if you go into it, like I want to do that, I want to do join this organization to kill someone. You are mentally ill. Like that's not normal. Like if you if you're a cop and you kill somebody and you just feel okay after the fact and you you're like, oh, I'm good. Something's wrong with you. It's like that's not that's not the normal. Um, Even if you're defending yourself and you kill somebody, that that's a huge that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And you you should still feel like, man, I just took somebody's life. But there's people who who want to do that. Like before they even buy a gun, like, I'm buying this gun so I can kill somebody if I need to. It's like it's like that's I feel like that's the wrong mindset going into it. Right. <laughs> I I definitely I definitely believe that um gun rights are important. Sure. Just uh just on the basis of you know protecting it's like it's a touchy subject because I think of like uh how we how we devote so much money to uh defense in our country, you know, uh military weaponry and uh defense uh developing research research and development, I guess they say. And um is like I guess that's very important to to let people know like we have the best uh well not even I won't even say the best, but we focus heavily on that aspect. So um we gotta keep people scared enough that they won't try us or and they use that um to kind of justify why why we spend so much money on that and and blah 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 and i and i think we 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 do have to be strong in that <laughs> because we are a target and i'm and i'm speaking like as a country right now but i think i think it kind of applies to like like the micro level like with us too like how much money are are we going to spend on you know in just time and attention to to defense, like, you know, uh, and I, I, but I do think that we should have, uh, firearms just to, like I said, defend our family or ourselves. But as far as like the, like big events happening, uh, I just don't feel like is enough of, unless we're, unless it's some like clear, like time where we're going to have to be going to a group and organize like a, <laughs> A militia, <laughs> which I don't think, yeah, I just don't see that happening uh, in the near future. But I don't know. I think it is important to kind of defend your house and where you where you dwell. You know, keep mm-hmm. the peace, keep that peacemaker. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. I I yeah. I don't know that I have too many feelings that are different from y'all's on the subject as far as uh. I don't I don't get the reason to ever own as a regular citizen an automatic weapon. That makes no sense to me. Uh or even semi-automatic, to be completely honest. Uh I think handguns and shotguns are all you would really need in a domestic situation. Uh 
I think that regulation probably uh, that regulation should be more necessary. Um, I do think every I think everyone should have uh, gun training personally. Yeah, that's the big one. I I I I think if that was just <laughs> as, as unnecessary as it may seem, I wouldn't necessarily be against. I'm not advocating for it, but I would be against if like dr- uh, like how driving school is if if uh, gun training was in a similar situation. Just so you know, just so like that's a common thing for you to know, even though I know that everybody in this country doesn't drive, especially live in bigger metropolitan areas. But to have access to that kind of training should just be that simple. Yeah. I I would even dare I even say I would even change the word to gun safety because. There's people that which is you could say the same thing, but the reason I want to emphasize that is. uh, Like. I think everyone should know how to handle it. I'm not even saying shoot it. Just like properly just pick up a gun and take it to the next room. Some people could screw that up and shoot themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I mean, just ha- just legitimately hand it. Before you even pull the trigger, just make sure it's empty. Like, how do you take the magazine out? How do you check to see if there's any in the bullets in there? It's like there's, you know, just that alone. I think even if people learn that much. Yeah, that's. That's the step yeah. in the right direction. <laughs> That's what I don't like about like the places that that say, okay, no guns. Like you're really not going to stop people from going to protect themselves. Yeah. People gonna get guns, whether you say you can have them here or not. So if people un like Adam was saying, people who who don't have knowledge of guns at all, go get them, you know to protect a family now that now they probably have a lower chance of knowing gun safety. So, you know, on the news, when we keep hearing like four year olds or, or three year olds, just little kids somehow getting the guns and shooting them. How, how is that happening in your household? Like you being reckless and you not taking it serious. And that's that's definitely like a lack of understanding or safety about it. So I think that stop stop telling people <laughs> or whatever areas like just have gun safety more prominent, at least. Yeah. Right. But there, there's people in the world that not in the world, there's people in this country, though, that like I've seen clips online where there's maybe there's a father teaching his son or daughter, you know, showing them some gun stuff and the, the video circulate and like half of the comments are or half of the reactions are the angry reaction because people are mad about that was well, like there's nothing wrong with teaching someone how to properly use something like, he's not no. saying the, the video isn't the father said all right i'm teaching you this so you can go and shoot up a walmart that's not it's like not so like people confuse gun safety with like people don't people just don't want guns at all and it's like i wish we lived in a country where we did not have to have them like, that's not realistic. Man. Yeah, it's not realistic for us. Like, because not, like, for, the, I remember, not for the states, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's unfortunate because I remember when I was in, in in Korea and it's like, man, like I can I can exist, I can walk down the street at three o'clock in the morning, and if 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 I don't know anything else, I know that nobody's gonna come and put a gun in my face. I know that's not gonna happen. It's just mm. that, that, that it's a zero percent chance that that's gonna happen, <laughs> um, unless it's a cop, and even most of the cops don't carry guns over there either. Um, mm. 
it would be cool if we if you did live in a society, society like that but we don't so it is what it is you know we got to figure out how to exist I in think, that i think to in order to reverse that at this point it'll be a big like <laughs> it's going to be a, it would be a big issue and It'd for the possible. people yeah and for the people who believe like they should do away with all the guns like okay you say that but just think just think of the steps that they will have to go through to do that yeah. do you really want the military to come to your house and then not to your house just everybody's house and and confront them to hand their guns over and then then the you know the constitution is involved people doing that people fighting back people and and the other that's to roll out that thing where to a lot, of people, like, <laughs> a lot of people not, would die. A lot of people would die. It's not going to happen. And exactly how how would you exactly make that happen? Yeah, like it's more guns like, in the country than people. That sounds like you you have you <laughs> have to impose. Uh, it would be a, a major imposition on every single. It would be person. a martial law situation. It, it would have martial. to be, because what you re you relying on just confiscating people who have registered their guns? Then what are you going to do about all the ones that aren't? And exactly. if, you're going, if you're going to all these places being like, do you own any guns? And people just say, no, you really think police gonna be out here and believe them, especially in black and brown communities? No, like, it, so that means people gonna have to, you know, get their houses literally searched and all of that kind of shit. Uh, and it's, it's, it's no way to actually do that in a moral way. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I've always said, and this is controversial, but I've always said that the Second Amendment is screwed this country because I get why it existed initially, you know, when they wrote it in whatever year that was, hundreds of years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, it was to it was so people could arm themselves and to be able to fight and protect themselves against British people. You know, it was like okay, arm yourself for protection because it's getting crazy over here. <laughs> um, but you know, I would say. Probably like also 50. for killing the people who was already here. Oh, yeah. yeah. And but outside, <laughs> guns were also different at the time. You had your gun oh, yeah. could shoot once. Yeah, yeah <laughs> now it's yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's like I, I would say probably like fifty years after they wrote Second Amendment, they could have did. They could have like okay, we don't need this anymore. But you know, mm -hmm. we're under the impression. And I kind of get it, you know, we're under the impression that once an amendment or a law is wrote or take, it takes place that we can't undo it. And Which it's is, like, I, I get that. All the, no, but it yeah. happens all the time though. Yeah. Why do, why do people, time. like, why, why do people act like laws don't constantly change or evolve? Yeah. But then you go to the constitution written some odd four, uh, three, 400 years ago. And I'm like, why the fuck are we still listening to this? The world is fucking different. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't think when they wrote that, I don't think they ever imagined that there would be a gun that, I mean, <laughs> like, the, the the technology in guns today is, is mind-blowing. Like, there's guns right. that, now, okay, so there's, there's, I can't even get the words out. So, there's guns that, if it's an automatic weapon, which those are very rare, actually, like, it's very hard to get it. A license to get an automatic weapon there's all types of stuff you have to go through mm -hmm. now the ar-15 that you see those aren't automatic but they, they pretty much fire as fast as you can pull the trigger 
So right. and people do, people make slight alterations. Correct. Probably pretty easy to do. Yeah. And make mm-hmm. them automatic anyway. Yep. Exactly. So there's a thing called a bump stock that you can put on there, mm-hmm. but it's essentially you're making it an automatic weapon. But regardless of that, like when they wrote the Second Amendment, they had no idea that there was going to be guns that you could. Sh- there's guns out there you could shoot somebody from a mile away. I mean, if you're good enough, of course. Right. Just having the technology to do that, or like guns where, like, you know, a gun that you can fit in your pocket, but it can fit 16 rounds in it. Like they, no one <laughs> thought that that would ever exist. exist. Right. So I think laws have to change with the times, like most laws do. Like, right? Yeah. Slavery ending, <laughs> like changed with the times. Yeah. Even though, even though it's still ending, kinda, isn't it's <laughs> like ending <laughs> isn't true. But yeah, yeah. And that's that's the thing I don't get. Or even people just being like, you know, um, that considering laws infallible when the, most of the time they're com- they completely are fallible and do not serve ev- do not serve a majority rather less everyone. Yeah. And so yeah, like I I don't know. It's just it's just never. It's never really made sense to me. Um, I'm gonna say this real quick though. Yeah, we, sure. Uh, one observation that I've made, and this can be this can be a completely false observation, <laughs> but just in my in my bubble, I guess, um, is uh, so many people that are are for the Second Amendment. And when I say for, because we're all for the Second Amendment technically, but I, I'm talking about the people that are that's got Second Amendment stickers on their truck, that's that owns twenty guns, that has the you know, those are the second people I'm talking about here. Those people, are, from from my view, seems like they're the same people that are so against those left wing liberal protesters. You know, like you know, when, when somebody, mm-hmm. when a black person gets shot and people are out protesting, it, it feels like those are the same people that are against other people exercising their First Amendment right. Yet they're so adamant about their Second Amendment right. So it just feels like they're all about all of these rights when when they have the opportunity to exercise them. But it feels like when other people exercise those rights, then there's a problem. Like, I feel like maybe I'm wrong about this, but I feel like if there was just a mass amount of Black people, just like a huge uptick of Black people starting to get, get weapons and getting their uh, concealed licenses and we started making out and we started just marching around with guns, just unnecessarily screaming out crazy stuff. I feel like that would rub people the wrong way, even mm-hmm. people that are for guns. But, it, and, and like I said, this is just in my mind, maybe I'm completely wrong on this. No, here's, here's the thing, no. I'm not, not to interrupt you. You're not wrong no. because that's how the gun laws in California changed with the Black Panthers doing that. Exactly, <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's a, it's a it, it, you're not wrong whatsoever is that the law is laws most of the time, especially in the, in, in the states, are only fought for by uh, by the uh, European descendant majority because it because it works for them. That that yeah. for, especially those first two amendments, the Second Amendment don't mean shit to non-white people. Because but you know you, what's crazy? Go ahead. Like on another note, like just on a broader like scale. Whenever the people or black people, whoever's not, you know, white people or in control or whatever, 
start to take back like say remember the the recent um the stock market thing with GameStop and uh, yeah you know uh, you know that's not a black people thing but that's a poor, mean, that's when, a that's a wealth thing yeah right so so when the people start to take back their power in a way they 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 figure a way out like oh we gotta we gotta figure a way to to keep the hold on right <laughs> keep the right. stronghold on this this segment you know is is we see that all the time and especially when they see black people advancing in any type of field or way it's like oh no we gotta <laughs> we gotta like remain re- remain yeah yeah mm-hmm. we gotta remain in control of this field you see you see how uh how many uh uh voter suppression laws and whatnot they started to paint pass in georgia after yeah. this last <laughs> not just georgia it was all over the country mm-hmm. uh like it's like I don't want to make up a number, but a lot of states, and well, it wasn't just Georgia. It was, uh, Georgia led the charge, of course, right. but it was a lot of states that passed. I think someone said it was like 243 laws that passed that week across also, the country. There's a lot of laws being changed about, you know, uh, prison and jail stuff, like mm. uh, inhumane things and uh, sentencing. Those laws are starting to change. Uh, more often, which is pretty pretty good. Yeah. If they change it for the better, yeah. Yeah. Word. Well, we're not legislators, and we can't change any of this. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, uh, if you you are doing your local voting and making sure that you put people in office that can help, or at least say they will, uh, we'll see what find, we'll see what happens on the other end of it. But thank you for joining us for another episode of the Informally Honest Podcast. Uh, in case you want to write in, if you have any opinions or perspectives, et cetera, about anything that we talked about, then write us at informallyhonestpodcast at gmail.com. You should know how to spell it because you came here and you're listening to the podcast. But just in case, that's inform, I-L-L-Y, honestpodcast at gmail.com. Informally Honest Podcast on Facebook, Informally Honest on Instagram, and Informally underscore HP on Twitter. We love y'all. We appreciate you. Fellas, any last things? Yeah. So, are you going? No. I'll wait. All right. So, I do have one last thing. So, about that voting thing, I, I want to say this. Um, Like, okay, so I know they're passing all these laws to make stuff harder. So, you know, I'm not saying this message is going to go out to 30 million people or anything, but for the people that do hear it, like, mm-hmm. I would just really advise you to know what is changing in your area because though they're making it harder that doesn't mean it's impossible mm-hmm. so just whatever they're they're changing just make sure you're you're up to date on that and then so you can still go out there and you know do what you got to do because they're, right. they're making it harder but they're not making it impossible it's that's unfortunate but i mean if they're going to play games you you know gotta learn you gotta, the game yeah so that's all i got brilliant wisdom brilliant wisdom marco Peace out, y'all. <laughs> Word, okay. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> any conversation, any connection that you have and make, we, IHP. Ask, we ask and encourage you to make sure that at the root of all interactions that you engage in, that you be forthright, vulnerable, and most of all, honest. Peace. Peace out. 
Rest in peace, DMX. RIP to, to the long, X. I was about to tell a long. Can't look DMX. in the eyes of my brother <laughs> without shedding a tear for my brother. I really wanna try for my brother. Cause I truly do feel for my brother.